Hi there, let's have a look at the plot summary of Macbeth, starting from Act 1, Scenes 1 and 2. So, Act 1, Scene 1. What happens in it? Here's a quick summary. Firstly, thunder and lightning. The first thing that the audience see and hear is thunder and lightning, which immediately shows that conflict is coming and sets the frightening, negative tone of the play. Then, there are three witches on the battlefield. The play opens with the three witches meeting. They are planning to meet with Macbeth when the fighting is finished. Shakespeare begins with the witches to show the audience the play has supernatural themes from the very beginning. Fair is foul and foul is fair. The witches talk about the changes happening in nature. Fair is foul and foul is fair. This is a quote. This shows that the turmoil, otherwise known as disruption, has already started in the natural world. So let's look at a quick analysis of fair is foul and foul is fair. The theme of evil doing and deception recurs in this story. This is the first indication that things may not always be as they appear. Macbeth appears to be a good friend and a heroic character. But when he is tempted by power, he becomes a villainous, selfish character who murders numerous people, including his own friends. This is an oxymoron, words which mean opposite things, and suggests to an audience they are not always as they, things are not always as they appear. So fair is foul and foul is fair. Let's, let's just have a quick recap of the analysis of this quote from Act 1, Scene 1. It's an oxymoron or a simile. It's an oxymoron. Does it introduce the theme of ambition and power or introduce the theme of evil doing and deception? The correct answer is it introduces the theme of evil doing and deception. Is Macbeth talking about changes that will happen happening in nature? Or are the witches talking about the changes happening in nature? The witches are talking about the changes happening in nature. Finally, is it the first indication in the play that things may not always be as they appear? Or does it show that Macbeth is heroic at the beginning of the play? The correct answer is, it is the first indication in the play that things may not always be as they appear. So let's just have a quick look at that again. The context of that is that the witches are talking about changes happening in nature, and it shows that turmoil has already started in the natural world. Then it introduces the theme of evil doing and deception. It is the first indication that things may not always be as they appear. That Beth appears to be a good friend and a heroic character, becomes villainous and selfish when tempted by power. And it's not similar. It suggests that things are not always as they appear to be. Now let's look at Act 1, Scene 2. What happens in this act, in this part of the act? Firstly is Macdonald's death. There is a meeting at King Duncan's headquarters. A bleeding captain has brought the king news of the battle. Macbeth has fought well and killed Macdonald, who had betrayed King Duncan, unseamed him from nave to chops, and fixed his head upon our battlements. King Duncan calls Macbeth, O valiant cousin, worthy gentleman. There are two, two quotes here. Um, Macbeth has fought well and killed Macdonald, who had betrayed King Duncan. And this is being described as unseamed him from unseamed him from nave to the chops and fixed his head upon our battlements. So they cut his head off. And King Duncan calls Macbeth, O valiant cousin, worthy gentleman. Macbeth becomes the thane of Cawdor. And Ross, another thane, arrives with the news of Macbeth's fight against Norway and another traitor, the thane of Cawdor. He fought like, hus like the husband of the Roman god of war and won. King Duncan sentences the Thane of Cawdor to death for his betrayal. He rewards Macbeth with this title. With his former title, Greek Macbeth, and what he hath lost, 
Noble Macbeth hath won. King Duncan sends Ross to tell Macbeth about his new title, Thane of Cawdor. So two more quotes here, um, both to do with Macbeth becoming the Thane of Cawdor. Um, so m- with his former title, Great Macbeth, and what he hath lost, Noble Macbeth hath won. So let's just keep, go over these key quotes again. The quote that describes how Macbeth killed MacDonald is, Unseamed him from knave to the chops, and fixed his head upon our battlements. The quote which describes how King Duncan makes Macbeth Dane of Cordell, what he hath lost, noble Macbeth hath won. And King Duncan says this about Macbeth after he learns he has killed MacDonald, O valiant cousin, worthy gentleman. So, let's just do a quick recap again. What title is Macbeth given in Act 1, Scene 2? Is it Thane of Glamis, Thane of Cordor, Thane of Chowder, or King? The correct answer is Thane of Cordor, C-A-W-D-O-R. And another quick recap from right at the beginning. What are the elements that set the scene in Act 1, Scene 1? So firstly, we have three witches. Shakespeare begins with these characters to show the audience that the play has supernatural themes right from the start. Secondly, we have thunder and lightning. These are the first things that the audience see and hear. This immediately shows that conflict is coming in, so it's the frightening negative tone of the play. Now let's quickly do a quick summary of Act 1, Scene 2. Well, what happens here? Firstly, there is a meeting at King Duncan's headquarters. A bleeding captain has brought the king news of the battle. Secondly, we learn that Macbeth has fought well and killed MacDonald, who had betrayed the king, Duncan. Third, King Duncan calls Macbeth, O valiant cousin, worthy gentleman. Fourth, Ross, another thane, arrives at news of Macbeth's fight against Norway and another traitor, the thane of Cordor. Fifth, King Duncan sentences the Thane of Cordor for death to his, for his betrayal. He rewards Macbeth with this title. Finally sick, King Duncan sends Ross to tell Macbeth about his new title, Thane of Cordor. Which literary technique is being used in the following quote from Act 1, Scene 1? Fair is foul and foul is fair. Is it a metaphor, sibilance, hyperbole or oxymoron? The correct answer is an oxymoron. If you found this episode useful, you will find more episodes by searching for our new podcast channels. Search Revise GCSE and your subject for more podcasts to help you with your revision.